the dreaded Omicron is here. Lord High Fauci has changed his name again to The Science and another preventable school shooting. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, welcome back. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I did. I had a good time and really just, I don't know, pretty much lazy for the weekend. Uh, Just enjoyed time off, got away from everything. Uh, So actually, it was a little bit of a challenge to get back into everything this week. And I think that's true most of this time of year. I mean, um, you know, uh, you got time changing, less sunlight, everything else just makes you tired. Just makes you tired, not as full of energy, which is why I... uh, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan at all. I uh, prefer more sunny, warm times. But it uh, it's what we all live with, right? <clears throat> at least in this part of the world. Um, but uh, got a lot going on today. So much to cover, uh, especially the uh, dreaded Omicron. <clears throat> we'll talk about the letters in the uh, Greek alphabet that they skipped and maybe why. Hmm. We'll find out. Anyway, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, rate, review, do all those wonderful things. Uh, Subscribing, uh, it's free. It just lets you know when the episodes drop, and that makes a huge difference. Because then, doesn't matter if it's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, doesn't matter. You'll get a notification to let you know that a new episode has dropped, and that helps out so much. Uh, The ratings help tremendously. Anywhere that allow you to do that, five stars is the right number of stars. It makes a tremendous difference difference it gets it up the charts more people see it more people listen the more it can grow it helps out so much and uh on the review doesn't matter uh you can tell them that um you're being pressured by uh large forces unknown to write the review it doesn't matter the you know the robot ai does not care what you have to say it only likes stars so feed it stars uh anyway uh we'll get started for today so the dreaded the ever ominous omicron has arrived omicron now they skipped the letter z xi and i can't imagine why although many have made the joke that the original variant would have been the g variant see because of you know President G, yeah, yeah. It's a great joke, uh, and it's very true. And, you know, it was kind of hard to incorporate Fauci and G, so it was a little bit rough there. So, anyway, uh, but yes, now, the thing you need to know, and this is something that hasn't been pointed out yet, is this variant didn't just show up last week, by the way. This isn't something that just appeared last week. Last week is when they started talking about it. This actually was discovered uh, November, it looks like, of 2020. So, uh, yeah, a little while ago. Uh, Yeah, you might notice it was a little while back. Just a little while back. And people wonder, well, um, what is it? And the media uh, just completely flipped out over here. You go, 
I believe that states and local jurisdictions and businesses that have let go of indoor mask mandates, they should bring it back as well as an additional step to protect against Omicron. They are preparing and preparing for the worst potentially. We heard the president <coughs> yesterday urging people to go get their booster shot. I do see targeted lockdowns. I see those for the unvaccinated. I see many more restrictions being introduced for the unvaccinated, where they can go, how they can go. I think we may indeed be in for a phase of many more masks, much more social distancing, and more restrictions and obligations for vaccination going forward. All right. <sighs> Wonderful. Uh, yes, they are very, 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 very scared. Now, why would they be so uh, scared of what seems like a really, really low, um, low risk? Or is it? Well, according to these people, they think it is the most uh, deadly thing ever. Well, maybe not. They haven't really said that. In fact, they haven't said much of anything, which is weird, right? They haven't said anything. They just keep saying the name over and over again and how you should, uh, you know, uh, be scared to death. It's weird because they're not saying any new symptoms. They're not saying any new case rates, death rates. They're not saying any of that. That's what should make you worry really quick. Now, if it was a true terrifying thing, they'd be like, listen, this many people have it. It's spreading like wildfire and, you know, everybody, everybody's dead, you know. And since it's uh, been, you know, mostly discovered in South Africa, you would imagine they'd be like, well, listen, you know, all these people, I mean, just tens of thousands of people are dead. Um, here's the real story. Uh, a country in South Africa reported yesterday that potentially two people in their country could have potentially died with Omicron variant. Two. Now, being the undeveloped, uh, mostly third world condition of this South African nation, I'm sure more people were killed by ox. More people were definitely killed in car accidents. Uh, there were probably many more uh, pirate uh, attacks. I have no idea. Anything other than just two people dying is just so stupid. But don't worry. You need to be terrified. You've got to be completely and totally afraid. And uh, Biden... Uh, he's going to let you know what the answer is because, you know. President, uh, is this the new normal that Americans should expect anticipating future uh, potential variants? Should we expect intermittent travel restrictions and potential drops in the stock market going forward? Do you have any words of reassurance that this won't become the new normal? And then for both you and Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci said earlier on CBS that uh, lockdowns, shutdowns are off off the table for uh, restraining COVID going forward. You said that won't be part of your plan on Thursday. But why is that? Why are you taking that off the table? Well, to answer your first question first, uh, the answer is I expect this not to be the new normal. I expect the new normal to be everyone ends up getting vaccinated in the booster shots so okay. and reduce the number of people who aren't protected to such right. a low degree that we're not seeing the spread of these viruses. Mm. Now we may be seeing exactly mm. what the elements of this particular right. strain are, but yeah. if they're as I hope, then it's not going to be fundamentally different than in the past. Um, and uh, 
in terms of uh, what was the second part of the question? Putting. Are lockdowns off the table? Yes, for now. Why is that? Well, because we're able to, if people are vaccinated and wear their masks, there's no need for lockdowns. Oh, okay. There's no need for lockdowns. Okay. I mean, I'm not even sure where I'm at right now. Um, uh, if we lock down, I won't get pudding, and that'll be bad. Um, yeah, he has no no clue. Um, and uh, but the fear the fear mongering is just unbelievable everywhere everywhere. My entire news feed, everything is nothing but Omicron. Omicron. Yes, here is the fear of Omicron. Waves of COVID nineteen now renewed fear. Alarming. In South Africa, scientists identifying a troubling new variant of the virus that is dominating infections here. A variant of serious concern, which is now driving this spike in numbers. More than 30 mutations, say scientists, in the spike protein alone. It's a worrying sign. Okay, um, that's just bullshit. It's not a worrying sign. What would be a worrying sign... As if people were dropping dead right and left from it. Now, that is not the way viruses work. Generally. Unless it is some freak occurrence. I mean, to get people to understand, you know, because the bad part is human nature is to uh, always assume that you are completely and utterly different from everyone else. Okay? And to an extent, we are all individuals, of course. But that individualism does sort of go away when you start talking about basic biology of the human, okay? And basic biology, bi- uh, biology, sorry, of viruses, okay? So, yes, we are all beautiful, wonderful individuals. Yes, we are. Now, let's take viruses. Viruses have one major goal, as do all life organisms for the most part, which is to survive, so when a virus kills its host, it also dies. So therefore, viruses adapt and mutate all the time. Yes, and when they adapt and mutate, more than likely, what always happens? They become more contagious. So they can spread around because they want to live longer and procreate just like all other living beings. All other living organisms want to survive and procreate and create more. But they often become less deadly. Why? Because, again, you start killing off everybody, you die. So, anyway... Uh, so when they start going, oh, there's all these uh, weird uh, mutations, okay, and they do what? Well, what do you mean there's all these mutations? Uh, does it make it more deadly? Does it make it more communable? It just has a lot of mutations, so be really, 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 really scared. Well, why should I be really scared? Is it deadly? Is it more contagious? I don't know. That's what we're getting. But now we have locked down again uh, with travel bans. Now, uh, travel bans in and of themselves, I mean, don't, uh, you know, it's just really bizarre. But uh, doesn't seem to uh, be a real great idea to lock down now since this variant has been around for over a year. But, you know, few cases popping up. 
And uh, I'm sure we'll find out more and more that uh, they've already been around and around because it's time to scare people again. Vaccination rates have gone down. Uh, people are just saying screw it to all the rules and all the lording over each other over the virus. People are just absolutely virused out. We are coveted out completely and they are losing power. So now we need a new scary monster Omicron. Here is the South African doctor who discovered Omicron and uh, wants to tell everybody what they're seeing from Omicron. Pay attention. It's very scary. We're all uh, patients uh, that was recorded yesterday was 3,000 and around about 3,700. So our positivity rate is 9.2%. Um, it is, yes, it is, it is more than we would have loved um, it to be. But looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing, currently there is no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. So what we see with this one is, again, it started, um, normally it will always start with your younger people, um, so it started with the younger generation, 40 and less. And um, the most predominant clinical complaint is severe fatigue for one or two days with then the headache and the body aches and pain. Some of them will have what they call a scratchy throat and some will have a cough, a dry cough, but it's not a, con con a constant cough, it comes and goes. And that's more or less the the big symptoms that we have seen. All right, so did you catch that? I hope you caught that, because that was terrifying. Some people found themselves being extremely tired for a couple days, and then other people, uh, and they, you know, kind of felt achy, kind of crappy for a couple days. Other people had the terrifying, I mean, terrifying symptom of a scratchy throat. Yes, yes, I said it. I said it out loud. A scratchy throat. So uh, you want to be careful. You don't want to catch Omicron and catch the scratchy throat. You just don't. What if, what would you do? What would you do if you felt extremely tired for one or two days? What would you do? Often, I have found that people who feel extremely tired will go to bed and then after they sleep, they will feel less extremely tired. But I'm not sure what you do about the insane, terrifying symptom of a scratchy throat. I'm not sure uh, you may even have to. I mean, you may be forced to maybe, I don't know, suck on a piece of hard candy, maybe even a cough drop. So you want to you want to watch out for this because this is definitely terrifying uh you may have to take uh you know you may have to go to bed early one or two nights and you may have to uh buy a bag of halls and that would be terrifying and i know that would be very awful uh, experience in your life but i do have the feeling that you along with many others could probably survive such inconvenience and and horrificness in their life I, i'm pretty sure they could um but this is where we're at. This is where we're at because they need something to terrify us. They've got to get everybody in line. you got to get the uh, government shot. And I'm calling it the government shot now because the government owns half the patent. 
uh, for the shots. And we talked about this. It's it's stupid. It's it's insane. And apparently it was all in the works before uh, they even announced that COVID was a thing. So, you know, that's not suspicious at all. I'm sure there's no, you know, nefariousness there in any way. But uh, the travel ban has become a big story. The travel ban. So now there's a travel ban from South Africa. It's really strange. Now, in 2020, when Donald Trump uh, put a travel ban from China, uh, Biden said that, uh, you know, he was a terrible racist xenophobe that just was trying to keep black and brown people from coming to America. Now, I'm not sure uh, where uh, Biden's brain was that day. I'm sure it's the same place he keeps it somewhere in his back pocket. Um, But obviously, people coming from China are not predominantly black and brown people. Although, I am very, very sure that uh, people coming from Africa are black and brown people. And now, um, it's pretty bad. Uh, Biden is a racist xenophobe, scared of Omicron. Because Omicron may give him a scratchy throat and he does not want to buy halls, okay? Cannot happen, will not happen. Can't have that sort of thing going on. So he must shut it down. But uh, good old uh, Pisaki, uh, Peppermint Patty herself, uh, she explains why Trump racist Biden travel ban, very good. Thank you, Jen. Before Joe Biden was president, he said that COVID travel restrictions on foreign countries were hysterical xenophobia and fear mongering. So what changed? Well, I would say first to put Mm. in full context, Peter, what Mm. the president was critical Mm. of was the way that the former president put out, I believe, a xenophobic tweet uh, and how he called what he called the coronavirus uh, and Uh. and who he directed. Okay, so uh, let me cover that really quick uh, before we listen to the rest of her lying. She's saying that. The travel ban, he wasn't talking about Trump's travel ban from China. That was fine. It's because he called it the Wuhan virus. And that's what made him xenophobic. Because he mentioned the city from where this thing, you know, was created, where it emanated from. It would have been better if he would have said, you know what, we're going to go early to the uh, Greek alphabet. And we're going to call the first one, we're going to go off off script here a little, we're going to call the first one the Z variant. Uh, that would have been better. Uh, anyway. Did it add? The president has not been critical of re- travel restrictions. We have put those in place ourselves. We put them in place ourselves in the spring. But no, he does not believe. He believes we should uh, follow the advice of health and medical experts. That's exactly what he did in putting in place these restrictions over the weekend. Yes, uh, so here is Nancy, uh, good old Nance, uh, drunk Nance, on January 31st of 2020. Uh, the Trump administration's expansion of its un-American travel ban is a threat to our security, our values, and rule of law, bar- barring more than 350 million people from predominantly African countries from traveling to the U.S. This rule is discrimination disguised as policy. Huh. Weird. Uh, Nance hasn't mentioned the new one uh, that's doing, I don't know, the exact same fucking thing. But uh, it's not racist and xenophobic today, or Nance is just too drunk to care. You take your pick. Uh, Here is the wonderful, the wonderful uh, Kamala. And this was in 
February 1st of 2020, said Trump's extended un-American travel ban undermines our nation's core values. It is clearly driven by hate, not by security. You know why she said that? You know why? There wasn't as scary of a threat as Omicron. You see, you see if if it wasn't just plain old regular COVID. If it had been Omicron. Well, that would be different. It wouldn't be racist or discriminatory at all. People should not be getting fatigue and a scratchy throat. Okay? That just shouldn't happen. And yes, we can ban travel for that. Um, this is unbelievable. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Bloomberg quick takes. We've done what we believe is necessary. Vice President Kamala Harris said in regards to the travel restrictions over the new Omicron COVID variant. Oh, that's so nice. Two days ago, she is completely fine with discriminating against Africa. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine now. You're only a racist if you're scared of COVID alpha. Okay, that makes you a xenophobe. If you are afraid of Omicron, then you are not racist. Are you keeping up? I mean, I hope you're taking notes because it's hard to keep up with all this. It really is. It's really hard. So, of course, this is a new push to get more people vaccinated and more people wearing their obedience mask and all the rest of the crap that they want to push. And, of course, at the end of the day, it's all about total and utter control. Here is a guy, Lars McMurdy. Uh, Here's tweet here is uh, quite interesting. Apparently, he wants to lead the cult. He's bucking to be a cult leader. He really, um, really has some interesting uh, ideas here. And you may find that his ideas aren't new. They're not new ideas. They're just applied in a different way to a different group of people. And this is still up, by the way, even though Twitter has a new CEO who says he's really, really, really against hate speech. He does not like hate speech, and he doesn't believe in free speech. He wants to eliminate hate speech. Anyway, uh, this tweet's still up, which means it's not hateful. So you may have to rethink your idea of what hateful is. It says the CDC should roll out a new program. Get the shot or get shot. And you may think, oh, it's a play on words. No, no, it's not. It's exactly what he means. The unvaccinated need to be rounded up and lined up in front of trenches. Their choice is simple. America has had enough of their virus. We need to get back to normal life with or without them. Huh. Can you imagine if anybody on the right wrote anything even close to that despicable disgusting sad and fascist but fascism is on the left and always has been they are fascists especially the progressives the fascists were progressives they were progressive lefties why anyone thought progressive lefties of today would be any different than the progressive lefties of hitler mussolini i don't know i do not know I, it's it's silly to assume that they've made the change because they haven't. The progressive, uh, you know, terrifying acts of people like Woodrow Wilson. It just anyone think they would change? Uh, it's just in, insanity to think that uh, you know they try the same things over and over and expect different results. You can't expect different results. That's where their mind is. That's who they are. And uh, this is just more of it, more of it. And, you know, vaccine's a way to do it. Now, the vaccine mandates all three of the different, uh, you know, 
end runs they tried to make around the Constitution. Uh, all have been thwarted for, thwarted for the moment. Boy, it's hard to speak today. Thwarted for the moment. They have all been stayed in federal court. That is uh, the OSHA regulation, the uh, contractor's uh, mandate, uh, all of these, and for the business mandates, uh, the private business mandate, the government employees, and the contractors. All those have been uh, stayed in federal courts, so there is no mandate at the moment. So if you work somewhere and they're saying, hey, um, you're going to have to get a shot because there's a mandate, say, "Um, no, there's not. There's no mandate. There's no law. So fire me at your own risk, not mine, uh, because there might be a large, hefty lawsuit coming your way. Anyway, not to be outdone, of course, Fauci had plenty to say about all this. And he does an interview. Boy, he was gone for a little while. Boy, did he miss the spotlight. Did he miss his interviews and on TV? This man loves himself. I don't know of anyone who loves himself as much as uh, Lord Fauci. Uh, but he has changed his name. And we're going to find out about it in some of these clips that he is no longer doc- Dr. Fauci. Uh, no way. His name is not Dr. Fauci. It's not even Lord Fauci. He has a brand new name. Uh, Here he is just out and out lying again about the origins of COVID, which we know to be a lie. I think the the idea of the human-animal interface is something that we've really got to address that. You know, that's the reason why I get back to the fact of these wet markets that bring in animals that are next uh, to bats in caves in wherever, who knows, all in Southeast Asia and China. Asia, you want sure. more regulation of this I want that to be regulated. Yeah. I really, really do. And we know the Chinese were trying to regulate that, oh, but there were people they who were, were trying breaking to? the law, mm-hmm. and there was good documentation from people who photographed that, mm. that animals that were not supposed to be brought in from the wild you got to be kidding the wet me. Yeah. You're still doing this. Still doing it. And I think that's still the reason it. why when this happened, I don't know, but I think. I don't know, but why I the think. Chinese just completely cleaned it out. I think that is one of the reasons why we're not able to find out what the original source was. I think they've so destroyed us. some of the evidence. Yeah, oh. uh, so that makes perfect sense, right? That makes perfect sense. Because if the Chinese government had no... Uh, no link or no tie to creating or causing the spread of COVID-19, right? If it was someone transporting animals to sell for food, mind you, a thousand miles, a thousand miles. So that's roughly like you went to a cave in, say, Chicago. Okay, you're going to the infamous Chicago cave to find the imp- the infamous Chicago COVID bat. Okay, and so you're going to do this high risk move, right? I mean, that takes some uh, some balls. You're going to, have to go into a nasty dark cave. You're going to have to catch this nasty bat, and you're doing this so you can sell it to earn money, right? So naturally, you're going to travel from Chicago to the outskirts of um, New York. You're going to transport said bat from Cave Chicago to uh, Wet Market, New York. And you're then going to sell it for a paltry amount because it's a bat. And bat stew is not exactly a delicacy, right? Uh, That's not fetching high dollar anywhere. 
Uh, and that's the story they want to sell you. Now, the Chinese government thinking, wow, you know, people could really think we did something bad. Oh, look, we found it in the wet market. It's the wet market's fault. Would they clean that up? Really? Just think about that for a minute. How stupid that would be. That's their ultimate get-out-of-jail-free card to say, listen, we had nothing to do with it. It's this jackass that's dragging bats a thousand miles across the country. You know, here's the guy who did it. We're going to execute him because that's what China would do. They would instantly execute him. And they'd say, here's all of his bats. And this is where it came from. Here, WHO, come on in. Come on, check out all these. See, here's all the infected bats. And this is this is the guy that did it. And we're going to go ahead and kill him. But he's the one that did it. And here's the bats. That's exactly what they would do because it's their get-out-of-jail-free card. What they wouldn't do is to clean it all up and act like it didn't happen so it would be blamed on them. That would be the dumbest move ever. Can you imagine? You rob a bank and there's some jackass who looks perfect for it and you're going to be like, well, we got to get rid of that guy. We don't want him to catch him. That's the first thing you'd do. You'd be like, listen, you would be stuffing money in his bag. You know, like, hey, I can do without like 10 grand of this. I got $100,000. Here, put 10 grand in his bag. See, here's the guy who did it. See, he's got the money. He can't explain why he has the money. See, he did it. Take him away while I walk away scot-free. Makes no sense. And that's exactly what makes no sense about that statement. He's still on it. Why? Why is he still on it? Well, it's obvious because he's connected to the lab and through everything else to have created this and his statements about gain of function that are, he's just glowing over, even admits, I mean, I would go over this at nauseum, but he admitted and came out and told everybody, listen, this could kill millions of people, but it's still worth it. I don't really care that it could kill millions of people and probably will. It's fine. I think this research should go on. We need to do gain of function. Which doesn't really make any sense, but hey, listen. But if you thought that's all that was to Lord High Dr. Fauci, it is not. He is all about himself. Um, this is unbe- This is unreal. Uh, I, I have these couple clips to play for you. It is unreal. But here you go. Here he is. Uh, I believe this is where he decides to uh, change, change his name. You feel so strongly uh, about that, about staying on the job when you become, I mean, you were personally, not just rhetorically, threatened your security, your safety, your family. Yeah. How did you deal with that? I dealt with it by focusing on what my job is from the time that I went into medicine to the right now where I am at my age. Yeah, yeah. My job has been totally Totally. focused on focused. doing what I can you are with the talents and the influence I have How did you to make it? scientific advances wow. to protect the health of the American you are public. Unbelievable. So anybody who spends lies and threatens yeah. and all that theater that goes on all that with theater. some of the right. investigations and the congressional committees and the uh, Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, like, that's noise. Margaret. Margaret. That's, that's noise. That's Margaret. what it is. I know what my job is. What's Senator job? Cruz told the Attorney General you should be prosecuted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. Do you? Why? <laughs> I should be prosecuted. Yeah. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Pause it for a second. Okay. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Was Ted Cruz out there? I don't remember seeing Ted. I mean, I would have noticed the mustache and mutton chops. I would have noticed that if he was out there in January 6th uh, breaking Capitol windows and stuff. I would have noticed him. I think everybody would have noticed him. Um, 
And last I checked, uh, Cruz is a senator. He doesn't work for the FBI, so I'm sure he wasn't out there. Um, but that's really odd. I thought he just got done saying that it should be nonpartisan. You know, it should be nonpartisan. You know, Martha, it shouldn't be. That's just noise. Uh, I'm uh, Lord Fauci. Uh, just un- unreal. This guy is totally unhinged. Um here he goes. He's going to go into more of this. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Well, uh, some jackasses, uh, you know, broke some windows. Uh, other than that, I have no idea. Here you go. think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect of course. from President Trump? Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. He had to be asleep not to figure that one out. Oh, well, there, are, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, mm. taking aim at this. I mean, mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm just going to do okay. my job. And I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying. <laughs> it seems another God layer sakes. of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Exactly. 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 And to me, that's, that's unbelievably bad, because all I want to do is save people's lives. Of I mean, you're wonderful. Anybody who's looking that's at this right. carefully you're, you're realizes the savior of that this there's nation. a distinct... Mm-hmm. anti-science yeah. flavor oh, oh. to this flavor. so go. if they get up and criticize science yeah. nobody's going to know what they're talking about uh-huh. but if they get up and really aim their bullets at tony fauci well people can right. recognize there's a person there so right. it's easy to criticize but they're really criticizing <laughs> science because i represent science <laughs> oh that's dangerous to me yeah, that's more dangerous, dangerous than the slings and the arrows that get thrown at me and if you that is unreal science, you are doing something very detrimental to society long after I <laughs> wow. leave. I mean, it's so much worse. So much worse. I mean, how could you be any worse than if you attack the science? Formerly known. The artist formerly known as Lord Fauci is now the science. So, you know, you would not. That would make you unbelievably bad person. If you would criticize the artist formerly known as Fauci, now known as The Science. It's uh, it's his new rapper name, The Science. All right, got to take a quick break. I will be right back. Rated the worst. Losing the most bags. Shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike, stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. 
is getting political. Attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola. Stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. All right, we're back. We're going to hear more from the science. Here, uh, here's Fauci admits it's you know pretty much just an all all just a big experiment. Oh, oh okay. and, and and this is something that we're looking at very carefully. That, that third shot with the mRNA, the third shot, not mm-hmm. only boosts you way up, yeah. but increases the durability ah. so that you will not necessarily need it every six months or a year. We're hoping it pushes it out. You're more. hoping good. If it doesn't. And the data show we do need it more. Uh, often, then we'll just do it then more. Then we'll do it. Yeah. Oh, so it's an experiment. Is what you're saying? You have no idea what it's going to do. But if it does something good, then it's good. If it does something bad, then we'll just keep shooting you up. You'll be fine. It's just it's the science. Why are you questioning the science? The science told you that it could be. It's a fifty-fifty shot. Either it's going to do something good or it's going to do something bad. Either way. It's either going to work out or we're just going to keep shooting you full of whatever we can find. That's fine. Uh, Here we go. Uh, He said, uh, listen, all options are on the table if you haven't been vaxxed. Should we have a vaccine mandate for domestic travel, air travel? You know, Chuck, I'm I'm not going to make any any pronouncements about what we should have about vaccine mandates for travel. We know that we evaluate these things literally in real time all the time. You know, everything is discussed and everything is on the table, right? Everything's on the table. You know, I mean, you might think that, yeah, you know, we should do this or we should do that. But uh, honestly, um, you know, it's all on the table. I mean... I don't know why Americans think they need to be moving around or being able to fly and stuff. It's just uh, unbelievable. Then the really the crazy part is the fact that basically if you're not vaxxed, you're just assumed to have COVID, which is just really bizarre and totally creepy. Uh, very Nazi-esque, um, if you ask me. Uh, and many other people. Many, many other people feel the same way. Um, it's... Oh, it's just so bad. Uh, and, of course, the vaccine uh, cult is uh, alive and well and all over the place. Here is actually the guy. This is the guy. Uh, now, this is a guy from NBC. He's the money guy over there. He does mad money. I don't even know his name. Don't care. Uh, I do know that he's really terrible. I don't know how the guy's still talking about money. He was a guy that uh, told everybody to keep their money and some of the uh, investment firms and stuff that went under in 08. So, I mean, this guy's really bad. Uh, but now he uh, he's out pushing, uh, apparently, strangely enough, he's pushing uh, vaccines because, uh, you know, since they announced Omicron, uh, the stock, mar- stock market crashed. Now, uh, they're saying it's because of Omicron. I tend to think it's because of the bullshit and terrible economic policies of this administration, but they seem to think it's because of Omicron. And so he has a message of what you need to do. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. (laughs) The commonweal was a a commonweal. What? Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID. Eisenhower would be passed. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come. 
walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. <laughs> we have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated uh, and not backing down. We have governors mm. who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get oh vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. <clears throat> and even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. That guy just sounds drunk or high. You can tell his tongue is sticking to the roof of his mouth because of cotton mouth. So I would think high. I would think a few too many opiates there, sir. Uh, and just saying come from uh, firsthand knowledge of taking painkillers and also uh, firsthand knowledge of growing up in the most uh, opiate uh, soaked region of the country called Appalachia. Seen a lot of people high. Listen to them talk and sir, I uh, might want to cut down on the doses of oxy before you go on air because it's really easy to understand to tell what's going on. Your voice sounds weird and your tongue's too big for your mouth. That's called being high by the way uh and also you're an insane nazi um yes we should definitely employ the uh, government to um get the military to invoice to enforce vaccines of uh, especially omicron what would you do again may i ask you we need the government we need the military out there enforcing this because what would happen if you got a scratchy throat what would happen what could you possibly do about it what if what if you got extremely tired for a day or two would you be able to lay down in bed and sleep it's really the question i mean so of course we need the military out of probably martial law really martial law till we get these scratchy throats and uh nappy nap time under control honestly we should definitely get on that today don't worry, uh, they do have. Uh, oh, here's one. I gotta, I gotta play this really quick. It just all ties in uh, before we go into where uh, this is already uh, in place. The Nazi uh, state has already taken over a few countries. Uh, here's uh, the CDC uh, director. She actually screws up in her thing, misspeaks, and says that the vax is killing people. Death rates are too high. Here's what we know: we know that the people who are dying from this vax, from this uh, disease, oh, are elevenfold oh, oh. more likely uh -huh. to pass. If they are uh oh uh oh she said the people passing from the vaccine now that's not possible from what i understand that is not possible not possible at all so there's that it's definitely uh <laughs> slip of the tongue or a freudian slip shall we uh hmm very very strange all right here we go this is what uh, the guy from uh, this is what Fauci and the guy from C uh, yeah CNBC whatever uh, all those people are wanting because this is what's happening to uh, countries around the world that have turned into Nazi uh, Nazi ruled uh, countries. And here you go. To get vaccinated, life will be miserable without being vaccinated. No you won't good. be able to get any. Uh, you won't be able to hide. You won't be able to get uh, a doctor to sign off uh, that you got an exclusion because there's quite set rules on that and doctors will be audited to see mm -hmm. every one of their exclusions will be wow. looked at very carefully they'll get fined they can get struck off all right uh the patients who tell Patient. lies can be charged with fraud there's a whole pile of 
issues, whole Good. pile of uh, problems mm -hmm. if you try and get around the system. Uh, it's going to be very hard to maintain your employment if you're not vaccinated. Uh, you won't be able to go anywhere for any entertainment. No. Uh, so by all means, get vaccinated. You've got another by week where you can get double vaccinated before the 15th to 17th of December when it's definitely coming in. And there'll be, there'll be proof that you've been vaccinated, firm proof. You'll be asked to show going into most venues. So get vaccinated, otherwise you're going to have a very, very lonely life and you're not going to be able to maintain your employment. Wow, that sounds great. That doesn't sound very threatening or terrifying at all, right? Um, yeah, just uh, get the shot or go to the ghetto. Uh, maybe even a uh, camp. Uh, we'll sew a little uh, star on your jacket and you go to a camp. It's no big deal. I mean, you can <laughs> you can choose not to. I mean, it's such an easy choice. Uh, I don't see uh, how that could possibly go wrong. Uh, here's uh, some more of the Australian Nazi state. Mm -hmm. mandate, you are absolutely anti-vax. I don't care what your personal vaccination status is. Oh, if you support, champion, give a green light, give comfort to, support anybody who argues against the vaccine, wow. you are an anti-vaxxer. Absolutely. Your personal vaccination status is so? utterly irrelevant. If you campaign against the mandate, if you campaign what? against people mm -hmm. being vaccinated in vulnerable settings, mm -hmm. teachers in classrooms, I'll mm -hmm. be really clear, at that point in time, people were mm -hmm. actually supporting the idea of a teacher being unvaccinated teacher. in a remote community classroom. Yeah, so? With kids who cannot be vaccinated. I reject that, I, let, I still reject it. And if you are out there mm -hmm. in any mm -hmm. way, shape or form, campaigning against this mandate, you are absolutely right. anti-vax. If you so? say, pro-persuasion, stuff it, shove it. We are absolutely going to make wow. sure as many territorians as possible are vaccinated. That is our best protection against this thing. And if you look at the Doty model that's only come out since, mm -hmm. it says if you double dose 80 in mm -hmm. remote communities, five and up, I think you'll see our vaccine mandate is absolutely crucial to protecting lives, particularly Aboriginal life. And I will never back away from supporting vaccines. And anyone out there mm -hmm. who comes for the mandate, mm -hmm. you are anti-vax. You are anti-vax, anti-vax. You gotta love this. You gotta love Nazis running around screaming about people being anti this or anti that, using uh, what many people have called, uh, you know, Nazi sympathizers over the years. The, uh, you know, it's just unreal. Uh, they have tried to turn the language around on everybody, uh, you know, because for so long people would, uh, you know, you're, an, you know, you're a denier. You're a you know, you're a Holocaust denier. That's why they have climate deniers. You know, uh, you're, it's unbelievable. It's just so disgusting to hear these people that are just out and out Nazis. They just are. You know, they are fascists. And they're sitting there trying to somehow, uh, you know, talk themselves. I mean, I think they know themselves that they're just little fascist pieces of shit. I think they know this. I mean, obviously, how could you not? How could you not know you're a fascist piece of shit when you're talking about stuff like this? And so, therefore, they're just trying to find any way, any term, any propaganda they can to somehow justify the fact that they are little authoritarian fascists. And that's where you get, like, you're an anti-vax. It says, well, I've been vaccinated. I just don't believe the government should force everybody. That means you're anti-vax. Well, I mean, I got mine. And, you know, I think people should get them if they want them. You're anti-vax. I mean, this guy is completely. Did you hear that? I mean, he's literally signing people up for death camps because he goes, it doesn't matter if you give aid and comfort to anyone who is anti-vax. What the fuck are you talking about? 
I mean, I understood the guy on CNBC, okay? He's on drugs. You can tell in his voice he's on drugs. All right, so I give him a pass in the fact that he's completely, you know, blitzed out of his skull and he's just talking shit. He's just talking bullshit because he's feeling no pain and he's in the high realm, okay? But uh, this guy doesn't seem to be high. He just seems to be a little Hitler wannabe. And uh, so that's uh, that's who he is. And this is going on. You know, you're talking about, you know, Europe. I mean, they're having massive, massive protests because this is what they're trying to do in Europe. Uh, Austria, the the police and military go around checking everybody's papers. So you can't be on any public transportation. Now, in America, we wouldn't think anything of that except for maybe in New York. New York would be the only place where that would be a problem. Anywhere else in the U.S., they're like, well, you can't get on public transfer, uh, transportation. Be like, and um, I haven't been my entire life. I have a car or something, you know. I mean, we don't we don't deal with the same thing. European countries, especially, are very big uh, on public transportation. That's the that's a big thing. That's a big big issue. Uh, trains and buses and everything else. So when these people are you know literally walking around you know Gestapo style checking everybody's papers. It means a whole lot. You could try to do that in the U.S. Say, well, you can't get on public transportation with the buses or subways or whatever. Literally one or two places in the U.S. that would affect. The rest of them are like, whatever. Okay, I wasn't planning on riding the bus anyway. You know, I have a car. We have roads. You know, fuck off. Um, But, you know, it is a big deal. And this is just going, I mean, just everywhere. It seems the world has lost its mind. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Uh, the pushback here has grown more and more, and I see judges and courts overturning things and putting stays on things, and it is extremely heartening. It really does make me feel like there is hope. There is hope, and and you know we'll just keep fighting it however we can, because trust me, they want to turn all of it into this. They for sure do, and that is uh, that is terrifying. Um, oh. So much to go through. So we've covered Omicron. But remember, please remember to be scared. You do not want that scratchy throat. And you may have to go to bed early. And that would not be good. That would not be good. And the expense. I mean, how much is it for a um, a bag of hauls to cure your scratchy throat? I do not know. I mean, that's terrifying. And, uh, of course, um, Fauci. You don't want to criticize the science either, because that's almost as bad as having the scratchy throat. So you don't want any of those two going on. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Biden apparently uh, saw so much success, and I'm sure you did too, with uh, releasing some of our petroleum reserves. I'm sure you've noticed that gas prices, well, they haven't really done anything. Uh, Maybe a few cents here and there. uh, They've went down, nothing of any consequence. So I guess that didn't work, right? So if something didn't work, what would you do? Well, the last thing most people would do is to do it again. But you're not Joe Biden. You are not the Biden administration. So again, he said they are going to release another 50 million barrels of oil. The only difference is this time it's not coming to you. It's not going to help you out at all. It's actually getting sold uh, to the world. It's going mostly to China uh, because, you know, the people in Asia okay we're afraid their gas prices are going to get too high they're going to get too high they need your oil our oil now why would we do this 
why would we do this? Well, I'm not really sure. Uh, now, let me run this down for you really quick, because I know the government says, well, it's uh, uh, the government reserve. Okay, what does that actually mean? Did oil companies just walk in uh, to the White House and say, hey, we've got a whole shit ton of oil out here. We thought we would gift the federal government. Well, that sounds weird. No, I don't believe it happened. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Uh, so I got it. I got it. The administration had a huge yard sale or possibly a bake sale. I mean, White House brownies would probably catch a pretty high price. That must be what it was. They had a yard sale or a bake sale, and they raised enough money to buy millions of and millions and millions and billions of barrels of oil, right? Oh, wait a second. That would take a lot of money. That's a lot of brownies. I don't know that we made that many brownies. Anyway, in the first place, where would the White House get money to buy the stuff to make the brownies? Well, I guess that wouldn't work either. Oh, wait a second. I figured it all out. It's your money. Oh, yeah, it's your tax money. Uh, they used it to purchase all the uh, oil reserves. So you own it. And I own it. We own it. As a people, we own it. We paid for it. Therefore, uh, we should have a decision on where that oil goes. Now, the reason we have the strategic oil reserve is in case of major conflicts or wars. You need to have a surplus. You need to have a stockpile. If you go to war and all of a sudden you need a massive supply of fuel and oil to fuel the machines of war, it's really a good idea if you have a huge reserve of said oil put away that uh, you know you have no matter what. What happens if a major apocalypse happens? What happens if there's you know some kind of major catastrophic world event or a nuclear attack something catastrophic you have this it is there you can have fuel to keep going as a nation that's what it's there for our money paid for it and it is there as a stockpile all right so now we're pulling it out we don't get a say in it and now it's being sold to china hmm it doesn't seem right at all. doesn't seem like an idea, a good idea by any stretch of anyone's imagination. What the hell are we doing? And, and of course, it wouldn't make sense except for if you know the Biden history, you know why they're taking care of China. China's not in that great a shape right now. I hope people know, uh, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. They have the one uh, financial institution that is just teetering uh trying to avoid default every day it's the largest uh, private investment uh holdings in the world i believe or the second maybe blackrock has more than them but these guys have almost a trillion dollars invested with them uh and they can't uh they're just in bad shape they're about to default it's about to be 2008 uh in china uh with a lot of stuff going on and then of course with uh covid and everything else i mean they got serious problems they can't manufacture things the way they normally do they don't have enough coal to uh keep the power on everywhere it's it's a real mess it's a huge mess and uh now apparently we're helping out we're helping fund the people that gave us covid and would gladly gladly conquer us if there was any way possible so that is uh that is what's uh going i just that story is hard to read i'm telling you it is hard to read but uh yes apparently we are supplying uh china and asia with uh lots and lots of oil um that's your oil my oil huh 
doesn't seem like a very good idea anyway any way you cut it doesn't seem very good idea um here's something that was just released i found this interesting uh we were talking about the uh the high uh, money man there from uh, cnbc here is uh somebody from nbc uh this is the police body cam that caught uh, i know we talked about it during the rittenhouse trial the uh nbc crew uh that was caught stalking the jurors trying to dox them or get pictures of them uh here's when they got pulled over the police body cam footage uh these people are terrible liars and i can't believe this uh, person is some kind of major producer or major executive at nbc she's an idiot what significance have you been here i work for nbc for nbc nbc yeah okay you're a reporter producer producer just do what they told me to do new york told you to follow a vehicle yes Boy, he's a good little Nazi. Isn't that what they all said? Uh, just following orders. Well, you killed a million Jews. Uh, I was just doing what they told me to do. What do I know? Well, it can't be on me. I'm just following orders. You're, what, your office is in New York or what? That's right. How did they know about this vehicle? I mean, it was discreet. I wasn't like, you know, talk to anybody. Just trying to find a location. That's all. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Hi, officer. My name is Irene. I'm a booking producer with NBC News. Okay, so now uh, the the stooge that's in the car is like, oh, no, just following orders. They told me to follow this uh, this particular vehicle. How did they know which one it was? Oh, call my boss. I'm a moron. So the cop calls his boss because they are committing major felonies right now. By the way, uh, jury tampering and jury intimidation, let me tell you, they will throw you under the jail for that one. Um, They will definitely put you in jail and forget that you ever existed, and rightfully so, because we don't allow that in this country. Anyway, here you go. Okay, I gotta stop this real quick because do you notice? I mean, she's trying to use woke speak. I guess that's why she can't make coherent sentences because she's just trying to be woke and 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 all this. She's a terrible liar. She's just lying her ass off. She's busted. She knows she is. She's like the kid that you know has uh, you know paint all over him or you know. Yeah, it's covered in paint. There's paint on the wall, and they're going, oh, but it wasn't me. Like, well, you're covered in paint. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Um... I mean, that's what it sounds like. Can't even form words. But you hear, it's like, we were just trying to respectfully, um, you know, keep our distance. What's that have anything to do with the fact that you're following the jury? That is jury tampering. It is jury intimidation. Just letting you know. Here we go. Any of the jury members or whoever's in the car, we just were um, trying to see, like, where, um, where key players in the trial may be at. All right, so, real quick, how, you, you advised him to follow, uh, like, any vehicle? Did you know which vehicle he was following? I mean, we just, we just had, um, we just had, um, 
Great, great, uh, great comeback there. I mean, you got this lady just lying her ass off and trying some way to dig her way out of the fact that she's committing major felonies and lying her ass off, going, we used to have people around and we just wanted to see where the major players in the trial were staying. Well, um, how about they're in the middle of a trial and you can cover the trial, but you don't talk to witnesses. You don't talk to the jury. You leave them alone. That's a very big thing. But apparently that's not a big thing for uh, NBC. And she's busted and she knows it. And she's trying anything to just lie her ass out of it. And go, people just around and just to follow any car. Well, you're not just following any car. You knew exactly where these people were. And you're following a specific vehicle. Because of what you're trying to do. And then the cop didn't make things better by going, oh, hey, don't do that. All right, cool. We're going to move on now. <laughs> no, it's unreal. These people are dumb. Can you believe that lady? That lady is a major, major executive at NBC. And you wonder why everything that you see on these networks are shit? Listen to her. She couldn't form a sentence. She could not form a coherent sentence. It's unbelievable who the hell hires these people i wonder that every day trust me i wonder it every day unfortunately the uh next story i have for today is not a good one it is a sad one but it is actually one that we could take um and you know start actually working to prevent these things so there was a school shooting outside of detroit yesterday a suburb of detroit um 15 year old kid uh killed three i think as of today that would be four dead and eight seven wounded now because one of the seven has subsequently died so it makes it uh four dead seven wounded um and the problem is there were warning signs there were a lot of warning signs now uh i know that they're making a big deal and they they are all these articles and everything else i see are making a big deal because they're like well the dad bought the gun on black friday okay he bought a gun now uh did he teach his kid about gun safety did you know what were the precautions what were the precautions taken obviously there weren't enough precautions taken to keep a 15 year old from getting his handgun and going to school and killing people but there were a lot and i do mean a lot of warning signs and there was even an interview with some kids that said hey listen this dude was screwed up we knew it was uh something bad was going to happen and even uh they said there was reports now these haven't been confirmed yet i'll let you know if they are that some kids knew that it was going down on this day and had uh, not gone into school because of it um but yeah there was people that said yeah this uh knew this was going on apparently the kid had a lot of disturbing uh you know posts online um stuff that should have been known okay uh, apparently had been reported 
uh, different things have been reported. Uh, just another case of people just putting on blinders and saying, well, we don't want to alienate anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So we're not going to confront somebody who is very likely to kill some people. And uh, that has went on before. And uh, with very, 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 this is the ultimate consequence of ignoring signs of what you know is going on. Now, uh, obviously, the parents missed a lot of signs of shit, too, because this is, you know, this is the ultimate of what you should be doing as a parent is realizing when your kids are in real trouble. And obviously, this kid was. Um, but yeah, the, they're just focused on guns and taking guns away. That's the whole thing. Always after one of these tragedies, it's always the gun's fault. Uh, we leave the people out of it because the gun that was bought on a Black Friday sales trip, I mean, they just keep pushing that as if the gun grew legs, walked to sh school, and shot people. You know, it's so ridiculous and so absurd that, you know, I was hoping people would be smarter than that by now, but unfortunately, we're not as a society and realize it's people. Uh, the other thing that people should realize is if you allowed some of these, uh, some people at school, to be armed and not let anybody know who those armed people are to say listen we're going to have three or four people at this school they will be armed you will never know who they are or where they're at but they will be armed and they will be you know protecting our students period you know how much of this that you would deter real quick because then somebody has to make that calculation of well, who's armed? I don't know who's armed. I don't know where they're at. I bring a gun to school. I'm going to be shot and killed. The likelihood of me, you know, being able to do anything other than be killed is is just astronomical. And I'm certainly not going to be able to kill all the people who are armed and are going to be looking to stop me. That would eliminate a lot of this. Do I think every teacher should have a gun in their desk drawer? No, I think that's silly. I think the idea of uh, gun-free zones that you can't have uh, people at the school, whether it be teachers, administrators, whatever, strategic people around the school that have guns to stop this, uh, I think that is a brilliant idea, and I think it would eliminate most of this because the only thing that prevents uh, any of this happening would be lethal force coming the other way. Because the whole stupidity of, oh, it's a gun-free zone, just lets somebody know, hey, I, I bring a gun. I'm the only one here with lethal force of a firearm, I should say. Let me, let me rephrase that because it was a bad choice of words. I'm the only one here with a firearm, and I have the choice of who I want to hurt and when I want to hurt them because no one else has the same force to use against me, and I know it. That is how you fix a lot of this. The other is, you know, people paying attention. You know, this kid had, uh, you know, videos of him, you know, making Molotov cocktails and shit. I mean, a lot of statements of, uh, you know, just really dark shit and dark posts talking about killing people. Uh, I mean, that's a problem, obviously. And it's something that has to be uh, addressed by the people that should address it. So, a lot of breakdowns here. There was one story. There was a 17-year-old boy, Tate Meyer, who is a true hero. And no one will know how many people's lives he did save. Now, he lost his life struggling with uh, the shooter to try to disarm him. He was shot and died there or later died. 
How many people were allowed to escape? How many people were able to get away? How many people in those seconds or however long he struggled with him were spared by this kid's selfless act? He is truly a hero. He should be celebrated as a hero. He is the kind of person and the kind of character that we used to exalt in this country. A selfless person who puts themselves in harm's way so that others may survive. And so when people go, why should a 17-year-old be doing this? Or a 17-year-old, he was 17, and he felt the need to step into it and try to take over the situation. Should he had to have been in that situation? No. No, he shouldn't have. But you could say that about many, many things. Do you know how many 17-year-olds were on the beaches of Normandy? Do you know how many 17-year-olds that were in the jungles of Vietnam? Do you know how many 17-year-olds were in the, the killing fields in World War II? Do you know how many times this country has been saved or preserved by young men giving of themselves? so that others may live free or may live longer. That is the story, in many ways, of our country. And this is sad, and he shouldn't have been put in that position, but he should be celebrated as a hero, because you just don't know. You don't know how many people were able to get away, get into rooms, and lock the door. All the things that happened because this kid said, hey, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the one who tries to do something. I'm not just going to run and hide. And that's what we should rightly celebrate for sure that's all i've got for today um few stories that i missed we'll talk about them on friday or saturday there uh we're going to talk about uh cuomo is now out at cnn uh we'll see what kind of hit job that is um interesting uh twitter has a new ceo who uh apparently hates free speech uh, we've got to cover that dr oz apparently is now a turncoat and is running as a conservative uh for uh senate in uh pennsylvania and the new fcc uh chairman uh appointee a uh, real piece of work so those are some stories that'll be coming up on next eric's america please do remember to like subscribe rate review all those things mean so much they help out tremendously they keep this uh show going and uh, hopefully build it up more and more and i can devote more time to it i mean obviously i try to do my best but you know there's life there's full-time jobs there's everything else so it's not as easy to focus on uh, this as much as i would like but uh as it grows we'll see what happens uh if you'd like to send a message uh you know questions answers uh comments ideas stories whatever it may be you can do so on facebook at eric's america pod uh you can also do it uh on the website erics-america.com or an old-fashioned antique style email ericsamericapod at gmail.com all those will come directly to me I will be back uh, Friday or Saturday, and uh, until then, just remember, no agenda, just America. America.